Hello, welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and you can find me on LiveTo110.com. And I'm so glad you joined me today. I have a great guest on the podcast. We are going to be talking about air quality and air purifiers and the importance of having one in your home. And uh, Deborah Lynn Dad is a very good friend of mine, and we're both on a mission to help educate people about the 911 importance of toxins in your home, toxins in your body, and how they are the true underlying cause of disease that so many doctors and health practitioners are just not talking about and not factoring in to their patients and clients' health. So we're going to talk about today, uh, we're going to talk about uh, air purifiers on the show today and what kind you should get to. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for informational purposes only. This program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. Please consult your health practitioner before doing anything that we suggest today on the show. I am so thrilled that my new line of supplements, Bio Rehab, is finally available on Amazon. The button should be clicked. Hopefully, uh, by the time this podcast airs, uh, the, uh, the delivery will be at Amazon and available for sale. Just search for Liver Rehab by Bio Rehab Supplements. And liver rehab is a product I've been formulating for months. I think liver health is one of the most important things people need to have because it's what detoxes your body. And most people today have a very, very toxic, overburdened liver. 30% of the U.S. has a fatty liver. And this is one of the reasons why toxins build up in our body because our livers are just overstressed and overworked. And so it's very important to give daily support to your liver. So I created this formula with several herbs and amino acids that really help the liver function optimally. So just go check it out for yourself. Bio Rehab, uh, Liver Rehab by Bio Rehab. Our guest today, Deborah Lynn Dad, wrote the very first published book on toxic chemicals in consumer products way back in 1984. And definitely, I don't remember anyone talking about toxic chemicals in 1984. And her updated books have been continuously in print since. And she became interested in the subject after learning that exposure to toxic chemicals in her own home were causing a variety of health problems. She restored her health by identifying the toxic chemicals in her home and removing them. After seeing the harm toxic chemicals can cause and that safe alternatives do exist, Deborah made it her life's work to educate consumers on how to make safer choices so everyone can be healthy and happy. Today, Deborah has the most extensive website in the world, but I'm gaining on her, no joking, <laughs> about how to live toxic free and continues to expand her work into new areas. And she has a directory of hundreds of websites where you can buy toxic free products, a food blog, and information on how to remove toxic chemicals from your body. Deborah is also the host of Toxic Free Talk Radio. I've been a guest on it a few times, and you can even call her directly for a personal consultation. So visit Deborah's website at toxicfree123.com. Deborah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Yes, you've been on the show many, many times, and uh, you're such a great guest, and I, I love having you on because we're we're just kind of seeing eye to eye. We love talking about toxins yeah. and how they destroy your health, and you've written seven books on uh, toxins and how to avoid them, et cetera, et cetera. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into this and about maybe a couple of your books? Well, only one is still in print. Okay. Um, it's called Toxic Free. Um, yes. I've been continuously in print uh, for 30 years. Wow. And I actually wrote the very first book about toxic chemicals and consumer wow. products yeah. back in 1984. It was published. And um, so I became interested in this. Nobody knew anything about this at the time. But I was very young, only 24. And I was really sick. And I had all these different symptoms that I didn't know what they were. They didn't like add up to any illness that I recognized. And so it was things like insomnia and depression 
and um, getting headaches and fainting in the shower. And, you know, that doesn't sound like an illness, does it? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I would also notice that the, the symptoms would happen at certain times, but I didn't wasn't making any correlation between anything. And um, a lot of times I would eat foods and they would make give me certain symptoms. And um, so I, I finally just got so disabled that I, um, I went on a fast and I, after five days, it was like, I woke up and I went, wow, what was this? <laughs> you know, how come I haven't been feeling good? And, um, and then my mother, um, developed cancer and my father took her to a doctor who was giving intravenous vitamin C treatments, which in 1978 was not very common. Yeah. And, uh, he went to, um, he went to the office with her and he found that this doctor was also doing something called provocative neutralization testing for people to see if they were reacting to chemicals and other things in the environment. And he looked at these people and he said, this is my daughter because I would just start crying for no reason, just burst into tears. And, um, and I, would get I have so, clients that do that too. Clients, yeah. some clients have that when it's, it's, there's no outside stimulus. It's just some sort right. of toxin or it's, right. it's really interesting. And, and one day I actually cried all day long. It, it was just, <laughs> oh. you know, and that there's just a, no apparent reason for this. And so he goes to the doctor's office and he sees these people being tested and he says, that's what's wrong with my daughter. And it turned out that they were testing people for chemical exposure. Um. And so that made sense to me, although I said, what chemical exposure? Because at that time in particular, nobody thought there were chemicals in your home. If it was on the shelf, it was safe. Nobody was talking about this. And so I went down and I got tested and they turned on all my symptoms. But at the time, what they were doing is giving people remedies that had toxic preservatives in them. And so I took them and I just got sicker and sicker and sicker. And finally, one of the other patients said, are you still sleeping on sheets with formaldehyde on them? And I said, what formaldehyde? And it turns out that all permanent fresh sheets still today, 30 years later, have formaldehyde outgassing off the sheets from the permanent press finish. Yeah, prevents wrinkles. Standard, prevents it, because wrinkles. to prevent the wrinkles, yeah. And so people buy these sheets in order to not have to iron them, but they're sleeping in a cloud of formaldehyde every night. God forbid and, you have wrinkled sheets. <laughs> well, I sleep actually on cotton flannel sheets, which don't wrinkle. Yeah. That was my solution. Um, but, you know, uh, formaldehyde can cause, you know, can give you uh, itchy eyes, runny nose, cancer, and insomnia. Yeah. And, and, and I found that out because I started just going to medical libraries. I would go to the hospital medical library and I'd start looking at chemicals and illnesses and see if I could piece them together. And there was one day I found in a dermatology book that formaldehyde causes insomnia. And I said, I need to take those sheets off my bed. And I did. And I slept. I slept. Mm -hmm. And so that was really the thing that showed me that there was something to this. And then I thought, okay, so what else can I take out of my home? And I, I started connecting when I was having the symptoms that I would get headaches when I wore perfume and I would get tired when I would clean my house and things like that. And I just started keeping a journal and I said, wait a minute, these chemicals are making me sick. And I just started eliminating everything. And at that particular time, there were so few non-toxic products that I was just cleaning my house with baking soda and wearing t-shirts and jeans. And that was my life. Yeah. And I said, there has to be something better than this. I can't go for the rest of my life living like this. And it turned out that there was. And I started finding products and finding products. And now I have so many products, you can hardly keep track of them. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, not so great products, you know, that, you know, some of the natural products really don't clean your house that well, but there's some great <laughs> ones. There's some there great are, ones. There there's some amazing, yeah. Like I use Charlie's soap to do my laundry and I think it's I like, like Charlie's soap. the yeah. best detergent it actually gets the smell out of your clothes. And not that I have smelly clothes, but, um, <laughs> but you know, if you do, like if you have like your husband is smelly or the underarm part, you know, it actually works and, and cleans yeah. it and, you know, it does a great job. My uh, favorite laundry is soap nuts. 
Okay. Have you ever tried soap nuts? I, I have not, no. They're really wonderful. They're just an actual nut off of a tree. And it makes, um, in California, as a child, I grew up um, being taught that there's something called Indian soap root, that when you dig up this plant, and, uh, and the root makes soap. And it's the same thing with these soap nuts, that you put them in the laundry, and they actually get your clothes clean and very soft, and, and it's just a nut. There's oh, no processing wow. involved at all. That's really yeah. interesting. Well, yeah. I'll go on a nature hike and find some of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do our laundry like the old days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is the number one problem uh, that you, uh, you know, observe in a typical home? The number one health problem by far is air quality. And it's not, that's not just my observation. The United States Environmental Protection Agency has established that as the number one environmental health problem. And really, most people spend 90% of their day indoors. And uh, people didn't usually think about this until just just slightly before I started doing my work in the 70s. And it was because at that time, there was a big energy crisis. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. I, I remember it because I used to drive a Firebird Formula 400 and then I couldn't get gas for it because the, they reduced the octane of the gas. And, <laughs> and so I had to get an economy car instead of my Firebird Formula 400. But <laughs> and devastating. I, it was devastating. <laughs> you, you know how much that car would be worth if I still had that car today? <laughs> it would be worth a lot of money. Anyway, um, so I... Um, So what happened at that particular time was that people started being energy conscious, and so they started making tight houses. And so instead of having your windows open, instead of having all these cracks in the house where you'd have ventilation going through the cracks, people were told to seal everything up. And so that's when they started finding out that, wait a minute, there's all this toxic stuff in the house because we're sealing it up, we're creating um, sick houses. And it didn't even exist until right around that same time when I started doing my research, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so what types of pollutants are, you know, in your research, have you found that are in the home? Well, there's all kinds of different chemicals, but they all kind of boil down to, and I'm I'm going to describe them in this way because it makes a difference in how you remove them, that there are um, basically microorganisms, like if you're sick and you're coughing and sneezing, then there's all these microorganisms. And mold falls into that also, mold spores. And then there's also particles, like dust is a particle, or uh, there there are certain toxic substances, like heavy metals and things are, are particles. And then there's gases. And most of the dangerous things that we find in the indoor air are gases. And you may have heard this term outgassing, which means that um, that a a material like plastic in particular or uh, stereo speakers or or your bed sheets are giving off vapors of these toxic chemicals. And then we breathe them and they get into our bodies very quickly. I mean, we think of of things that we put in our mouth as, uh, as poison. That's what the poison control center is about is you eat something and it's toxic and then um, you have a toxic reaction and so you call the poison control, control center. But these vapors are around, I mean, if you're not doing something to remove them, either by actually removing the product or, or using an air filter, then you're being exposed to them. If you, you just like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're being exposed to it because... Yeah. If you're not doing something, you're being exposed. Yeah. And, and they, I just can't even tell you how many toxic chemicals are floating around in your home. And another thing that they do is they piggyback on top of dust particles. And so it makes it easier for you to breathe them in. And, you know, if you, if you were to drink a poison or eat a poison, there's all this fat and protein in your stomach. And so it starts absorbing it before it can go into your body. But when you breathe in a chemical, when you have put it on your skin, like a, something toxic in a lotion or something, it goes straight into your bloodstream, straight into your bloodstream. 
like in a nanosecond. Yeah. And so, so I, you know, for many years, I used to say to people, the point is you need to remove the toxic chemical at the source. And I didn't recommend air filters, but I've changed my mind about that. And one of the reasons I've changed my mind is that getting an air filter is actually probably the single quickest thing that you can do to remove your toxic chemical exposure. Yeah. But it takes time to identify where these toxic chemicals are in your home. And certainly you should do that and remove them. But you could just, like right now, right now, even in the middle of the show, you could go to my website and order an air filter and, and it would arrive and you could stop being exposed to those things. Yeah. And so it, I just, for many years, I didn't have an air filter because I have a very non-toxic home. But, you know, last week my computer died and I had to get a new computer. And I was really happy when I took that computer out of the box that it has, you know, gases off a little for a few days and everything yeah. burns off. And then it's okay. But for those few days, I was really happy that I had an air filter so that I could uh, just run it when I needed it. Or if somebody walks into my house to, you know, repair the TV or something and they've got something scented on, you know, just turn on the air filter and, and it's fine. And it really protects you. It's there when you need it. And I think people need to be really cognizant of if they open a, one of their children's toys or uh, what have you, and they, you, ha- you smell this really horrible chemical smell, yes. it's yes. toxic, it you know. is toxic. It really is toxic. And I have some toys like my child will bring home from a friend gave it to her or from school. And they just they, like some of the plastics and especially the real sticky ones, yeah. um, like sticky, soft plastics. They have some toys or balls that are made out of this. It just smells so horrible, so toxic. And I won't let her play with those. Yeah. And and there's so many examples like carpets have VOCs, volatile organic compounds. Carpets that they are horrible. Constantly are releasing and yeah. like mattresses uh, have fire retardants on them. Um, it's just there are so many. Anything that's scented. Like I just, it was, you know, Labor Day this weekend. And so I decided to go shopping and see if I could find a, some special present for myself on sale. And I found this beautiful scarf, and and it was on sale, seven dollars. And, <laughs> and you know, when you're out shopping, you can't always smell what it smells like because it's in a store with a whole bunch of other things that smell. But I got it home and I took it out of the bag, and it was so scented. Now I know how to get the scent out, and I'll be able to do that, and and it'll be fine. But you know, just it, it seems like. Once you start learning these things, everywhere you look, you see that there's toxic chemicals out there in the world. You just yeah. go out in the world, and it's very different from your own home once you fix it up. Yeah, and I think people don't realize that even if things smell good, like perfumes, they're made of petroleum chemicals. Right, they are some very toxic petroleum chemicals. So bad for you. So they are. It's not they the... Are. Uh, Toxic smell or a chemical smell is not the only guide, but it is, it's one of them. And uh, many women, they're just spraying themselves every day in perfume, bathing themselves. Yeah. yeah. Not to so, mention their shampoos and their other, other stuff. It's all over in all the personal care products. I mean, we're just walking around being exposed to all of these things. So there's the, the best thing that you can do in terms of toxic chemicals is to not be exposed in the first place. So anything that we can do in our homes to remove those toxic chemicals so that we're not exposed to it, then our bodies don't have to fight against those. They don't have to process them. They don't have to, we don't have to detox our bodies so much. I mean, that whole point of doing detox is to get the stuff out of your body that you've been exposed to. And so the, the more we can prevent them from being in our bodies in the first place, the better off we are. Yeah, I used to have an HVAC filter that I ran in my home all the time. It's about 10 years ago. I just, I just decided, well, I should get an air filter. And I've been reading some stuff about it. And, and I think I just got kind of bored of running it and replacing the filter. <laughs> and so I, I got rid of it. Um, but, uh, don't the filters in the HVAC system purify the air? Are those good filters? They're not really designed to purify the air. Uh What an HVAC filter is designed to do is keep the particles out of the filter system. Okay. And so it's really only for things like dust and little particles that would clog up the filter system. 
it's it's not for chemicals at all. Okay. And um, so if you if you're interested in removing chemicals, it's actually better for you to have a, have a freestanding system than than try to expect your HVAC system. To. I think I got it for allergies because at that time I had allergies. I don't have them anymore. But yeah. Because I've healed my body and, and healed my adrenal fatigue. But uh, but I, I got it for allergies originally. So but yeah. ch- chemicals are much more important. So what are some of the different types of air fil- filters and purifiers that are available? Like what's the difference between an air filter and an air purifier? Well, an air filter is um, something that would filter, like trap the chemicals and trap the dust. Um, what you have in your HVAC is a filter because it's trapping the dust. An air purifier uses other kinds of technology. And I'm actually pretty excited about new technologies that are now available just in 2015. Um, I have on my website, and I've been experimenting with two new filters that are very similar. And one of the problems uh, with the old filters, like if you were wanting to remove chemicals, um, say even a year ago or for the last you know 50 years, you would get um, a filter that has activated carbon in it. And the way that works is that the carbon, the air goes through the filter, it um, attracts the carbon, attracts the chemical, and it, it holds it in a little pore like a sponge. And then when all the pores are filled, then you have to take out the cartridge and replace it. And if you don't do that, then it'll start putting those chemicals back in the air. And this same principle applies to water filters, too. And, uh, but the new filters that are, the new purifiers, I should say, that are available today actually destroy the molecule so that the, it, it goes through a reaction with, with non-toxic materials that are inside the unit and then it just destroys it. So it just keeps going and going and going and going. And eventually the material wears out and you have to replace it. But, uh, but the chemical just isn't there anymore. It's not like taking to the landfill a whole cartridge full of toxic chemicals. It just turns it into their elemental basic building blocks. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really amazing. That's really, really interesting. <laughs> I have to get myself an air filter now or air purifiers. <laughs> That's one thing I have not done Um, because, you know, you think that, you know, for me, I've worked very, very hard to clean up my personal care products. I avoid perfume. I don't use toxic chemicals. But in reality, they're they're in your furniture. They can be in your mattress unless you've purchased a very expensive mattress. Um, There's so many points of entry um, that I think it's it's a it's very, very important. I, I think it is too. And, you know, I just, for so long, I was just like taking this real purist viewpoint and saying, no, you have to get those toxic chemicals out of your house. But the reality is it takes time. It takes education. It takes money to replace all these things. And for a few hundred dollars, you can get an air filter that really does the job and reduce your exposure right away. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I think also people don't realize when they just run their dishwasher, saying they're using the typical uh, dishwashing detergent, you get this cloud of chlorine gas. You do. That it smells kind of like the chlorine pool. And you get this cloud of chlorine gas that you're basically breathing in. That's right. And so this is where an air filter, if you have the right one, an air filter purifier will remove those gases and you won't smell them. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's nicer to not smell them, but it also doesn't get into your body and make your body sick. Yeah, and even when you're cooking, you've got tap water and you're boiling tap water to cook with, make your whatever you're making, hopefully your gluten-free spaghetti made with quinoa or something. Um, your again, the chlorine when it's heated up will turn into a gas. Um it's also in, in if the you're water. cooking with gas, if you're cooking with gas, yeah. it gives off combustion byproducts. Oh yeah. And some of those are pretty toxic things like benzene and formaldehyde and things. And they, if you don't have your overhead hood on and pulling it out of the house, those combustion byproducts will spread all through your house into every room. And so to, to cook with gas is just creating a toxic environment, but an air filter will protect you from all that. 
Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that natural gas can contribute to pain syndromes in some people um, that are cooking all the time or they have their uh, their water heater in their house and they've got that little flame going all the time. It's maybe just yeah. in a closet, but that flame is going all the time to try to you know heat up their, their water for their water tank. And it's producing combustion byproducts while it's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we could keep going. I mean, there's just so, <laughs> so many examples um, that even as experts, you know, it's, there's so many different uh, points of entry of toxins into your home. Even just opening your door, you know, if you leave your door open, you live in Los Angeles like I do, tons of smog, toxic thallium. Right. Thallium is added to gasoline to prevent knocking in car engines by our lovely petroleum companies. And this is a toxin I'm finding in all of my clients almost when I do a hair mineral analysis um, because they're breathing in that thallium from the car exhaust, from the smog. And when you leave your door open, you know, when you live in a city, that stuff is is getting into your home. And it's 10 times more toxic than mercury. It is. And, you know, you can make your home like an oasis where your body just gets to relax and not be accosted by toxic chemicals. Because when we go out of our homes, if we like, like I have very, very, very few toxics in my home. I wish I could say a hundred percent, but you know, I use a computer. I have a printer. I have a plastic telephone, but for the most part, everything that I use is as non-toxic as humanly possible. And so when I'm at home, my body has the opportunity to, to detox. But then when I go back out into the world, it You're like, ah! it's like toxic chemicals again. <laughs> I know it is. But, but what I, what I've done actually, I more recently, I've been thinking about this more and more is that it's not so much about, um, 100% eliminating toxic exposures because that's impossible. But people, lots of times they get the idea, they say, oh, I don't want to be around those toxic chemicals. They make me sick. I want to avoid everything. But it's more like chemical management where it's a balance between being out in the world in that toxic exposure and then coming home and being in a non-toxic home with your air filter or that you've removed toxic exposures, that you're doing something to detox. All those things balance out the exposures that we're having. And so you, you want to eliminate your exposures as much as possible. But because we can't do that, we have to do the other side as well. Yeah, it's impossible. I mean, toxins are in our air, food, and water. They right. are impossible. So you just kind of have to get the right water filter, the right air filter, and just reduce exposure where you can. Um, and I always advocate doing infrared saunas to sweat out whatever you are yep. exposed to because it's impossible. You know, sometimes it you is. Know, you cannot avoid everything. You can't no, do it. You can't. You can't live your life in a bubble. I used to get really worried about every little thing. I took my shoes off, uh, you know, before I got went in the house because there's, oh my God, there's lead in the soil. And I would just do go to such great lengths to do all kinds of things. And it's at some point you have to draw a line. And you just, you have your detox protocols that you do. And I think an air filter is a really uh, a great thing to do. Um, and all the listeners know all the things that I suggest to detox and to reduce exposure. But you just have to do what you can. Yeah, you just do what you can and think positive thoughts and, <laughs> and go about your life. You know, that um, there really isn't a place on earth where you're not going to be exposed to these things. And, uh, you know, I, uh, there's a book called Silent Spring. Have you read Silent Spring? I have, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, even though it was written, I think, published in 1964, I didn't read it until a few summers ago when I was working on my book, Toxic Free. And I was just shocked to find out that they already knew in 1944 that toxic chemicals were spread all across the globe that there was not one place that didn't have toxic pesticides in it in 1944, which means that we were all born already with toxic body burden yeah. on, in our bodies. Yeah. And um, it, it's, just, it's just kind of amazing to me that that's the case yeah. and that so many people don't know it. You know, uh, the thing that I have most attention on today, this is actually an air pollutant, is the other day I was in a public place 
and a woman pulled out a Sharpie pen. Sorry, I use it. Oh, brand name. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they want to sue me, they can go right ahead. Yeah. It's not just Sharpie, though. You know, it's <laughs> any of those pens that, I mean, they, it just gives off this this big cloud of toxic solvent. Oh, it's horrible. It's and, so horrible. And I said, what do you do? It happened to be somebody I knew. I said, what are you doing with that pen? And I grabbed it out of her hand and I said, this is a toxic item. I'm confiscating it. And I put it <laughs> in my purse. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, she she's an intelligent person, but she really didn't know. She really didn't know. And then I went to the um, to uh, office supply place because I needed some of, there are non-toxic pens. But I forgot my brand when I got there. And, and I thought, is it this one or is it this one? And so I bought a couple, including the one I thought was the one that wasn't toxic. And then I bought another one. And this one said non-toxic it said ap non-toxic on the Mm. label and i got it home and i opened it and i closed it right away because right away those vapors came out yeah and you know it's like i've been doing this work for 30 years you're doing this work many other people are doing this work and still every day i see people who just aren't aware that this is what's going on yeah i mean we really are being poisoned in most by my most consumer products. And they say things like non-toxic on them. I'm not saying that every non-toxic product is poisonous, but there's not a good labeling system. And um, you really need to know as a consumer what to buy and what not to buy. And it's really up to us because we're not being protected. Yeah. Yeah. And you do, you, you have to take responsibility for your health. No one is going to do it for you. Your doctor is not going to talk to you about chemical exposure. It's the very, very small percentage, like 0.001% of healthcare practitioners, like physicians that are even, uh, considering this as an underlying cause of their patients' health issues. Um, so your doctor's most likely not going to be telling you about this and, um, even a lot of, you know, health professionals that have health websites and talk about diet and talk about all kinds of, they still don't talk about that. They don't, they don't know about it. They don't know. They about don't know about chemicals and they don't, they know about like the right diet to eat. Um, but a lot of them, they, I've, I speak with them. They don't know anything about heavy metals or chemicals and it's, it's shocking. And so, that's why, you know, I really like having people like you on the, the podcast because this message is so important it to is. tell people because it they are causing disease. 80,000 chemicals in the environment. Oh, it's more than that. It's more than that. Oh, yeah, That's it's growing. It's growing yeah. every year by thousands. Yeah. None of them yeah. are tested for human safety. Yeah. No regulation whatsoever. And the corporations just have a carte blanche to... Uh, put chemicals in the environment and they dump the chemicals They're like oh, i'll pay the fine oh, a few million dollars big whoop uh and uh you know yeah. and, and it's uh not to mention we have 500 chemicals on average in our body stated by the cdc that's on yeah. average forget yeah. the potentiating effects of one chemical exacerbating the toxic effects of another or the that's synerg- happening yeah, That's absolutely happening. Yeah, and yeah. the synergistic effects of all these different right. chemicals combining to make even more. Toxic and we don't even know; they can't even begin to calculate what that no. is. And there'll never you know, be studies. They'll, they'll no, never be. Well, studies there, there's no study that can be done to look at the synergistic effects because each one of us is having a different combination of chemicals, and it just—I mean, this is just so nuts. I can't even begin to say how ridiculous not ridiculous isn't the right word it's it's just when you have the information you look at this and go what is going on in the world and and um but we just there are things that we can do and we just need to do them i was talking to a friend of mine today who's a doctor and um he he was talking about the difference between comfort and cure and that most of what people do is to be comfortable. And so if you go to a doctor, they give you a drug so that you can be comfortable. But it's not curing the underlying cause. Yeah. And what you and I are talking about is curing. I shouldn't use that word. Yeah. But what we're doing is we're addressing the underlying cause of disease. And reversing. And, you can um, reverse and reversing disease. it. You can reverse right. it. 
Because what happens, I think most people don't realize that when these chemicals go in your body, they stay there and they build up and build up and build up. And that's when you get sick. Even if you think I'm not sick, what are they talking about? You're getting sick. I guarantee it. You are getting sick. And, and one day you'll get sick. And, you know, it's a, a person that I know just recently was diagnosed with stage four cancer. He had no symptoms. Yeah. No symptoms until he was diagnosed with metastasized stage four cancer. A lot of people, they just have fatigue. They're just yeah. tired, you know. Yeah. You know, he was, I, I've known him for several years, and he kept getting sick. And I thought, why is this person getting sick all the time? Because it was much more common than people usually get sick. And, but, you know, he'd have a little cold or something like that. He had no symptoms of cancer. Nothing made him think that he yeah. had cancer. Yeah, and then sometimes the symptoms are so subtle. Like my father, yeah. who had esophageal cancer, you know, he was just tired, you know, for a few yeah. for a few years, and it got worse and worse and worse. And then he started to have trouble swallowing, and he was he was falling asleep at work, and then he got fired uh, from that. And then he he just kind of went home and decided to retire because he was too exhausted to work. Um, but then that prompted the doctor visit and the, you know, uh, the further yeah. diagnosis. But a lot of people, like if you are fatigued, that's the beginning. You know, that is the beginning yeah. of the disease process where you develop adrenal fatigue and which is caused largely in part by heavy metal and chemical toxicity. Yeah. Because the adrenals rev up your metabolism. They're trying to push out these metals and chemicals, trying to increase your metabolism, get them out. And then that that promotes adrenal fatigue. And then that yeah. causes a domino effect. And then these chemicals build up and your liver's backed up and it can't handle them. And, you know, and you just start retaining, you know, retaining more and more and more yes. chemicals. I and, totally agree with you. Yeah. And I have so many clients that come to me that, they're eating the perfect, I mean, perfect diet, flawless. And they're sleep, they're trying to sleep every night. They're going to bed by 10 p.m. And they're, uh, you know, exercising. And they hit, you know, 30, 40. And like, I, I feel terrible. Like, why don't I feel good? I'm doing everything right. I'm taking supplements. And they're exhausted or they start having trouble sleeping. And they are have brain fog, et cetera, and then they're doing everything right. And it's because they're not thinking about heavy metals and chemicals. Right. I see that all the time. And I have, um, I should mention, I have a radio show called Toxic Free Talk Radio mm-hmm. with Wendy Spinline. But I have a lot of guests who say exactly this, you know, that I was doing all the right things and I got sick anyway. Mm-hmm. And then that prompted them to do whatever it is that they're doing to help people not be exposed to those chemicals. And I just hear this over and over and over that, you know, the thing that I've learned about chemicals is that you could be doing everything else right. And if you're still being exposed to chemicals and you're not detoxing, you're going to get sick because the toxic chemicals are the number one thing that make people sick in our world today. And we're, we're so overwhelmed with them to do something like use an air filter or um, remove or a water filter or remove the actual uh, products that are emitting these toxic chemicals. It, it, it's a simple thing to save your life. I mean, illness is expensive. Yeah. Spending $300 on an air filter is not by comparison. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're going to pay now or you're going to pay later. Pay later. You're going to pay for good food and detox protocols or air filters, whatever else you're doing now, or you're going to pay for nursing homes and medications later. Because trust me, Social Security ain't going to cover it. I know yeah. because my father, when he got sick, eventually, um, because he was taking statins, they destroyed, he, he got so weak, he couldn't even go to the bathroom by himself. So we had to put him in a nursing home and Social Security didn't cover it. I had to pay like $1,000 a month. To, for this nursing home in part. And then I had to pay $900 a month in for his medications, which, you know, looking back, I probably shouldn't have done. Um, but he had to take a lot of insulin, et cetera. And um, that wasn't covered by Plan B with Social Security drug coverage at that time. And so, you know, I was having to uh, help him with that. But a lot of senior citizens don't have that, and they have to choose. They have to not take certain medications because they can't afford them. Um, So, And we're certainly not advocating taking medications at all. 
we're advocating preventing disease in the first place. So you don't and, have you know, to have medication. And, you know, it's so much nicer to actually just be able to live your life instead yeah. of being sick at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and I'm not saying that, you know, if you do all the things to detox and 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 not be exposed to toxic chemicals, that everything is going to be perfect and lovely. But you have so much a better chance. Yeah. Yeah. And you have better quality of life. Yes, You're going to have better quality of life. You know, people have, you know, there's genetic components involved in, in disease, but our diet and lifestyle and toxin exposure can express those genes. Right. So you have a much better chance um, if you detox your body and detox your environment. Just a much better chance. Yeah, so um, so you're. We've been talking a lot about air filters and every and everything. Um, what type of air filters do you like, or, or air purifiers? Pardon me. Um, there's two that I like that I have on my website, and these are ones that you need to order online. Um, they're not things you're going to find in the store. Mm-hmm. One is called the O2, which is it actually has a special way to collect the air and run it through the system, which is unique to that particular filter uh, purifier. And it, it uses um, biological microorganisms to eat up and destroy the toxic chemicals wow. and microorganisms and germs and all these things. And it's like having a house plant because you put in what you have to water it every few days and to, with, so that the microorganisms have something to work with. But it does a great job. Oh, my God, it does a great job of removing things from the air. And then there's another one that's made by a company called EnviroCleanse, and that has a similar uh, type of destroy the toxic chemical technology, but this uses um, mineral oxides. Um, and so it, they interact with the different chemicals and, and just destroy them. And this is more like a regular you know, metal box kind of uh, air filter that has adjustable speed. So if you really, this is like a heavy duty thing, not that the other one won't remove a good deal about them, but if you, if you suddenly have, you know, a tar truck come in your, you know, in your front yard, you can crank it up and it'll take out the chemicals really fast. Love those tar trucks. <laughs> Traffic, you're like, you're going to die from toxic yeah. exposure. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go to my website. We'll, we'll put, um, the, the URL on your website when, yes. where people are clicking to listen to the show. And, um, and you can go right to my page about air filters and take a look. Okay, great. And you're, is there a giveaway that you're offering? You kind of mentioned that before the show. I have a giveaway of a uh, air filter comparison. And so it gives some background information more than what we've talked about today about choosing air filters. And it also compares these two particular air filters that I think are the best ones, the best choices now. So you can just go to the URL that you'll have and, um, and, and take a look at that. Well, dang it. I'm gonna have to get me one. (laughs) I'm gonna have to get an air filter. (laughs) I think that's the one last thing I don't have. Oh, you've got to get one, Wendy. Yes. That's the one thing I was actually like, "Mm, I want, I want to get, you know, um, you know, the cells on my house. I want to get, you know, the solar powered house. You know, I want to do that on my home. I'm like, that's the last thing I need to do. And I'm like, no, there's one more thing. (laughs) I need to get an air filter. (laughs) Yeah, I think you should. I think you should. So I have a question. Even if you don't have them on all the time, there are times when you really need one and they'll really protect you. Yeah. When you have a guest aunt, the aunt comes over that's in a cloud of perfume or whatnot. Yeah. 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 So I have a question I like to ask all of my guests. What do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? Besides toxic chemicals? Yeah, or that can be your answer. <laughs> I, I think that is the answer. Yeah. I mean, I feel very strongly about it because I do see it as um, the most important thing. I, I, it's very, very clear to me that anyone who is sick, anyone who wants to stay well, if you don't take care of this, it's going to make you sick. You're not going to be able to recover from whatever your illness is. You're going to get sick and you're not going to be able to recover because toxic chemicals are there 24-7, getting in our bodies, being stored in our body, and there are things we can do about it. If we don't, then... Yeah, the prognosis isn't good. The prognosis isn't good. 
just look at the statistics, our disease statistics. One in two men get cancer, one in three women. Autoimmune illnesses are the fastest growing subset of diseases. 10% of the population has an autoimmune disease or more, one or more. people are getting illnesses now at age 30 and 40 that they didn't get until they were 60 or 70. Yep. And children are getting, are sicker than ever. Mm -hmm. And um, it just... I mean, the data is there. All, all you need to do is look at it and just see. And I, I would like more people to look at it and just really get the information and say, something needs to change in the world here because this is not a safe place to live. Yeah. We can do things for ourselves, and there's more and more non-toxic products and more and more information and more and more people talking about it. But at the same time, it's toxic out there, and there's a long way to go. Yeah, and if you have a disease and no doctor can figure out what it is, odds are yes. <laughs> odds are light bulbs should go off. It's probably being caused yeah. by a heavy metal or chemical exposure or a combination of the above. Yes. You know, and you have to detox your body yeah. uh, if you have any hopes of, uh, you know, reversing it. There's so many illnesses today. I have some clients come to me and no one can figure it out. There's no name for the disease or there's no, they're like, oh, there's no treatment. There's no drug, et cetera, et cetera. And um, the, the only solution people have, the only choice they have at that time is to detox their body. That's the only option. Well, you know? I, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. It, I mean, just everybody on the planet should be detoxing every single day. Yeah. You know, people think of there are detoxes that get advertised or, you know, go on the seven day detox, you know, whatever. No, yeah, you need yeah. a lot more than that. You need a lot more than that. Your body has a function to detox 24 hours a day. It especially is detoxing while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And we need to do things that support that and stop overstressing our detox systems because that's what's going to save us. And that's what is going to make us healthy. And it's just not widely enough known which is why Wendy and I talk about it all the time. Hallelujah. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, that's that, the answer. It really is. It is. It is. Yeah. So it's why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you and learn more about you? I really love your website. It's really nice. Thank you. I love my website too. Well, you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's our little babies. I love myself too. It's your baby that you, you, you know, take care of every day. I do take care of it every day. Um, you can go to, you know what, I'm going to just tell you to go. There's so many ways you can get into it. Go to ToxicFreeTalkRadio.com. That's an easy one to remember and spell, ToxicFreeTalkRadio.com. And it'll take you to my radio show, which is live three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, but I also have more than 200 archived shows. And I've just been interviewing everybody that is doing something to make the world less toxic and ranging from people like Wendy to manufacturers of products to people who are working in organizations. Um, I've got, I've got, my schedule is all booked up for the month of September already and it's September 6th. Yeah. And I mean, there's just so many things to talk about and you can listen to all the archive shows. I've got transcripts. There's another part called Deborah's List where I have uh, hundreds of websites that are selling non-toxic products. And I have a food blog, Toxic Free Kitchen, where I have my little recipes that are just wonderful. Last week it was chocolate bars. <laughs> and <laughs> how to make your own chocolate bar with any flavor you want and any sweetener you want. And they turned out great, great. I was so impressed. And and there's just, there's a Q&A where you can ask your questions. I do consultations. You can call me up on the phone and I'll talk to you. Mm -hmm. And um, just my whole purpose in life is to get people to see that they can do things to not be toxic and that we can change our lives. We can change our schools. We can change our businesses. We can change the world. We can, we have all the information we need. We just need to use it. Yeah. And tell us about your book too. Um, my book, the one that's currently in print, is called Toxic Free, and it's my favorite book um, of all of them because it really, I wrote it at a time when I was just starting to understand detox, that before I would say, just eliminate the toxic chemicals in your body will heal itself, and then I had my um, detox enlightenment experiment experience where I did something to detox, 
And I felt so much better. Like in five days, I went, oh my God, I've never felt like this. <laughs> I really had never felt that good in my entire life from doing a very simple detox thing. And, and I said, wait, this is the other part of it. That to, to, in our world today, what you need to do is eliminate the chemicals. You need to detox your body and you need to get massive amounts of nutrition. Yeah. And um, if you do, do those three things, you'll be healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, when I first started my website, I was really interested in weight loss at the time, mm-hmm. about diet, mm-hmm. nutrition, and weight loss, and because I was trying to lose weight at that time, and I thought, why isn't this happening? Why, why am I having such a right. hard time losing weight? And right. I uh, did a lot of research. That's why there's so much information about weight loss on LiveTo110.com, in case you were wondering. Um, but I got into the obesogens. Right. And the chemicals that make you fat, there's about 15 to 20 obesogens, chemicals that will prevent the release of fat, that will turn stem cells into more fat cells, and that will cause the fat cells you have to grow even larger, exponentially larger than they would normally grow. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow, that is that is amazing. And then I learned about infrared saunas, that those are going to help get rid of these chemicals, these xenoestrogens and obesogens, et cetera that are promoting fat. And I got on my infrared sauna and started detoxing. And lo and behold, I finally started to lose weight. And yeah. so that's when ding, 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 the bell went off that I, and so I just veered my path to toxins because I thought this is, this is the 911 for the planet. It is. For yes. the planet. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It is the 911 for the planet. Yeah. Everybody needs to wake up and do this because people are, you know, they're taking drugs or they're taking remedies or they're taking vitamins and, and they're just trying to feel good, not recognizing what's making them sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Deborah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really yeah, appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk with my detox sister. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> uh, well, but... <laughs> we'll make the world a better place, Wendy, you and I. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. And listeners, if you want to learn more about detoxification, how you know what works, what doesn't, et cetera, et cetera, and my version of paleo, the modern paleo diet that gets the toxins out of your diet, you can go to live210.com. Really excited. I'm working on mineralpower.com. That's going to be up. It's going to be a separate website up very, very soon, the next few months. And that's my own healing and detox program. But you can go to mineralpower.com right now and learn more about it. It's a little section on live to 110.com and you can uh, learn more about, um, you know, all about how to detox, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the things that I talk about on the podcast. So thank you so much for listening to the live to 110 podcast.